Welcome to Creatively Exposed, a podcast and safe space for Black and marginalized creatives to empower, educate, and uplift you through the final product of self and creation. Bring a homie, share with a homie, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Creatively Exposed, and we are, well, we as in I, am here from Mama's house trying to get my life together, and so it's a away from the, the studio episode. And this episode is brought to you by Between Magic and Dreams. It is available as a hardcover paperback, digital, and audiobook, wherever books are sold, Amazon, Audible, and you can check them out on all of the social webs between magicanddreams.com, Instagram, and Facebook. And the blurb goes, what if out of the blue, you were saddled with a task that would most certainly ruin your weekend plans? What would you do if you were looked to the side at this very moment to see a creature of myth and legend beckoning you to do things that defy common sense? Quinn finds himself in just such a predicament. Follow him on a journey that will either leave him twisting in the depths of oblivion or riding the winds of change because as it turns out, we've never owned our reality. We're just renting it. So check out Between Magic and Dreams by Brian D. Covington, y'all. And this is my first sponsor since the beginning of Creatively Exposed. And check it out. Get something exciting for your reads today. And so recapping last week, I am so grateful to anyone who listened Um, It really was an episode where I was really just venting because of all of the emotional heaviness that it is being a Black woman in this world. And just yes, thank you. And y'all can totally probably hear my mom in the background, so... It's part of the organic experience, ladies and gentlemen, and folks. And so I've been thinking about um, unlimiting our elevation. And this might be like one of those, you know, magical, astrological, what have you episodes. So run with me, right? Um, Pluto is going direct. What does that mean? It means that the planet of transformation, in all sense of the word, is going direct. So, like, healing can actually happen. I feel like it's been a very triggering year where you don't really... Well, they're watching a show, y'all. Yeah. Um, Where it's just been a lot of triggers, but not enough spaces to heal from. Um, Not enough space to find healing in. It's just, it's been more like incensing, right? And so what 
do we need to release in order to shine, in order to thrive as black and brown people, right? And um, I'm really just, it's been like one of those weeks where it's just been very exhaustive and frantic. And I realized like, even in the overwhelm, like there is the purpose of why I'm doing everything is becoming clearer. Why do I say that? I say that, all right, y'all. So if y'all hear clapping and yelling in the background, it's because they're watching like some face something in Telemundo, the life. But even that, it's like life is so, it has so many moving parts, right? And in between all of the overwhelm has been this like anxiety and fear and worry and inability to create because I'm exhausted and not really knowing which way I'm going or if I'm doing anything right. And I've had these pockets of moments where I realize like everything is in divine order, even when it doesn't feel like it is. And there's still things like adding to the plate and I'm I'm worried right and um i don't know what day it was or even if i did the reading myself but it was like either a meme or sometimes i i send affirmations with my friends in the morning and it's like how can you hope for the best while worrying the whole time or something to that extent and I think that's really it. That's really the, the the key is we create and we obsess over its need for perfection. And I think this need to control the outcome, the need for it to be this high standard of whatever um of excellence that we need it to be is an excuse to be afraid of the possibility of being bigger than we could even imagine and i say that and it, it may or may not apply to you right um but working so hard on something and re hashing it and rehashing it there is this obsession that we I I I have had with my work and I'm nitpicking at it but is it really the work or is it really something that I'm trying to hide unprocess or not deal with right because that feeling of saying I gave life to this project to this poem, to this story, to this creation. And 
I'm going to put myself on center stage and be completely vulnerable because I can no longer tweak it and feel like I'm in control of this item that I feel I have authority on. It might be the only thing in my life I have authority on, right? But once we throw it out into the world and it catches, it becomes a thing of its own. What magic that is. And so I I go into this like thought process and this whole thing because it's like, I have been anxious about outcomes most of this week, this past week anyway, and I wonder, and I did, I even did um, my moon ritual of just releasing, because I feel like fear, anxiety, and perfectionism is a lack of faith in things working out. That's my, like, that's how I feel about my anxieties, right? It's, It's not believing that these amazing things and feedbacks and opportunities will result if I don't control the outcome, which outcome, like even if we controlled it, what actually happens is usually so much better than what we could have created. And so I say that because I'm literally probably beating it into your heads by now. (laughs) But like, what if you fly and and what if you fly and you see like a rainbow and the pot of gold and the sun shining and you find like, I don't know, Candyland or whatever, like Narnia or something. And um, like, that's where I'm at, you know, and it's it's really me talking to myself like, what are we gripping so hard to? Why am I bruising my hands to hold on to these these thought processes and these experiences that have already happened and keeping them there as if this is the only way to exist and experience life. You know, there has been hard things. There has been these results that were undesired or unexpected there have been things that people may call mistakes and the only mistakes are the ones that I believe I didn't I did knowing that it was not correct I'll repeat that so just because an experience didn't result in how I projected and expected it to be doesn't mean it was a mistake. For me, mistakes are things that were done with the intention knowing it was not the right path to choose, right? And how many times do we really know if it's not the right path unless we're not listening to our intuition? And we lose we never lose i think in life and experiences it literally is learning new ways to pivot experience and become more fluid and mutable in our life right 
less rigidity and more being open to the experience. I've been, I guess I like, I'll use the word flirting with the idea of a squishy life. (laughs) At least this is what I've been telling my therapist and this has kind of been the theme of, you know, I can be really rigid and believe that life has to be this certain like black and white kind of thing. But like, what if the shit is completely rainbow colored? Like, what if it has all of these beautiful hues and I'm over here with a lack of color or an absence of light? Like, why limit my life? For this need to be in this straight line when life is literally this like raggedy, undesigned roller coaster with no brakes. Because let's be real, sometimes you just, you're on go and it's like, oh, this is really fast right now. But also, is life happening to me? Or am I making turns that I'm guided by the universe to do? Am I in the car and actually putting the gas to head towards this unknown destination? Like, I have my desires. I have my dreams. But does perfectionism and worry get me there faster? No, it's the brakes to my goal. And so... I've been really thinking about surrendering, but in a whole different, like, point of view, right? Perceiving that I am accountable with my life. I can create maybe some of the, some of the doorways where I enter this, like, path that is somewhat predestined but it's up to us to open the door. And usually when it's scary as hell is usually a good idea for me. Um, And I don't mean that it's like if it's unsafe or if it's this, you know, thing where your body, like you're not in a safe place, but when you're about to do that like next step, And you know that it might have two things. Either you fall flat on your damn face or you rise. And you have to grow into being larger than your usual self to fit through that doorway. To open it, to be strong enough to open it and walk through This is what is on my mind. Like, I feel a leveling up coming. And fear and and worry and anxiety just... As, as easy as it is to be in that and experience it, what it does is it's creating more of that, right? To think small is to stay small. Because all you see is this small box that you fit in but like break that shit open and see what is around you 
to see the vastness of possibility is where magical shit happens. Like, magic doesn't fit in just one space. It's not one-dimensional. Like, it's they call it the 5D. And we have no idea how many dimensions really exist. And so... Undefine your definition is what I get, right? Like, make space for the abundant possibility that is life. Like, I've legit thought that I could be just one thing. And here I am, sometimes doing way too much, right? But like, who would have thunk it? That I am an author of a poetry book that I have been working on since five and a half years. I have been in a fellowship. I have been in some dope ass rooms that I never would have been in had I not put myself out there to be vulnerable, to be absolutely naked as my poetry is experienced by multiple people to believe that there is a world that exists or to create the world that that doesn't exist yet, to share my grief. I, I stay in awe of myself and I feel like I should do a better job of celebrating these things Because had you asked me hmm, two years ago, three years ago, I couldn't fathom this. I couldn't fathom having an ecosystem with poets, with healers, with entrepreneurs like me. I would still be in my little bubble and vacuum believing that I'm on this like deserted island because I placed myself there. So what did I release in order to get a little farther in this path? Um, a lot of it was fear. And it's not like, you know, I'm this fearless being and I'm never afraid. I was afraid all last week, y'all. And I'm still scared most of the time of the the decisions that I'm making. And if I'm making the right ones or if I'm doing the right thing, if I'm working hard enough, you know. And um, this week, the universe was like, yeah, actually, you're doing pretty great keep going and stop fucking tripping (laughs) you know and it's like wow do not forget that you are magic but that's it's not the end y'all don't forget that you are capable of great things and are worthy of receiving the blessings of expanding your wings The bigger 
you stretch out the wings, the more air you can catch, the further that you can fly. Because if you got them little, you'd be like, I don't know, a flamingo or something. You a big ass bird just walking around and sticking your head in the hole and you big and can't fly. And I'm not fat shaming or size shaming or whatever, but it's like, it's unfortunate that something that majestic is unable to fly. And so I think of it as like all of that weight, I think of it as like the burdens we carry, the need to be this thing versus just completely believing that once you like throw yourself off that branch you're gonna fly and if you fall as long as you could still get up there's another chance and so like what is all the heavy shit that you've been carrying that does that has not belonged to you that you can let go of like take off you know i'm thinking like back lady you gonna hurt your back like you know i'm not a singer y'all i'm a frustrated singer so i sing like in the shower in the car real hard or in the kitchen um but i think of bag lady and it's like why do we carry all of these things the only thing it does is it shows all of the things that happen to us that they're winning but you're here today you're standing today and that is enough like that is enough to be worthy of having hope and my therapist cracks at me because I'm like yeah you know hope she's like I remember when we started and you were like hope what's that let's use another word let's hit the thesaurus real quick And so, have hope. And if hope feels intangible, like, I use serendipity. I pretended that, you know, things happened by chance. But, like, you strike a match with friction because there's already the possibility of fire in that end. And so, like, be that. There is chance, because the, the fire is already at the end of the match, right? But you got to create that friction of possibility by releasing that dead weight. Because a match isn't 60 pounds heavy unless you're buying a lot of matches. But it's just this light stick that you tear... And you just rub it across that surface and what? It lights. And so it's like you're you're the energy behind whatever you desire. And it might take long as shit. Like I'm not saying, oh, tomorrow all of your dreams will come true. Hell, so it is. May it be so. But what are we willing to release? Not sacrifice. But release from our psyche, from our spirit, be it resentment, be it hurt, be it anger. And I'm not talking about, you know, 
let me go forgive somebody. No, forgive ourselves for feeling inadequate at that time when we now have the tools to say, hey, at that moment, I didn't have what I have now. But we're here. What are we going to do with today? So hopefully this all made sense. (laughs) Today was the first time in a long time that I was able to sleep. And so have you slept? Have you had some fun? Have you had some joy? I realized that that was what I needed. Um, An evening of joy, reciting poetry, creating art, just for the sake of creating art, being in, in, in enjoyable company. Have you given that to yourself, be it virtually, be it social distance, what have you? That replenishes the soul and Sometimes we go so hard that we forget ourselves. But it's like a little bit of play. Never hurt nobody. Dead ass, that's it. So check out the sponsor. Check out the book Between Magic and Dreams. I mean, if y'all know me by now, this is the kind of carrying on that I enjoy. And it is on Audible, so you already know that I will be sitting with it and enjoying it. Black author, hello. Um, Yes, so check out the book. And that's what I got for y'all. I mean, if you want to check out, um, I recently did a very quick presentation because I was double booked on Friday. But um. Tintero Projects did an Afro-Latino event, virtual event, which you can check back on the Facebook. They have their Facebook page, Tintero Projects, which is a grassroots um, poetry event, poetry organization for Texas and beyond. And I was there with some pretty dope Afro-Latino poets, which I don't feel like there's enough events centering Afro-Latino. So this is just was exciting and gave me joy. So check me out. Um, I was also part of a Latin Heritage Month book fest. So I mean, check, check all of the things out. And so if you have listened this far, let's see, should I create a hashtag? Let's create a hashtag. Um, hashtag Black Girl Magic. I don't know. Hit me with Black Girl Magic, y'all. Um, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever. And free yourself. In the words of Fantasia, Fantasia, look at me. In the words of Fantasia, if you don't want me, don't talk to me. When it comes to that, I say, I say that to my burdens, my fears, my anxieties. I don't want you, right? There part. There's a normal part, and then there's like that extra 
obsessive part. I am a Virgo, so hi, hello. Anxiety. I'm in a constant state of meep. And so I bid you, as I bid myself, to release some of the meep. Like, we don't consistently need to be on the verge of a whole heart attack. And um, make some shit happen. Like, do something that scares you when it comes to your art, putting yourself out there, doing whatever it is that you feel is part of fulfilling your dreams and see what happens. But first, release all the shit that weighs you down. Remember that you are magic. No te olvides que eres magia. Pablié ou c'est magique. Thank you so much for listening, y'all. See you next week. I am severely behind with my interviews. It's terrible. I'm sorry. But um, we're lifing out here. Lifing and thriving. So see you next week, y'all. Be safe and take care. Also, if you want to support Creatively Exposed, rate, subscribe, share with a homie, bring a homie, tell a homie. Um, I am open to sponsorships. If you want to donate, um, you can hit the cash apps. Um, it's the dollar sign Liz Flow, which it's all in, it's usually all in the show notes. We got Venmo atlas flow um just it keeps the show going and supports your fellow creative and yeah also check out my crystal store astrolizzix.com it has crystals sage um i've created a healing spray that just it helps replenish the vibes um after a long day especially for people who are sensitive to energies intuitives and things like that but also empaths especially for my empaths and so just a little you know shameless plug peace out y'all thank you for listening to the show check out our patreon the website in the show notes. Rate, review, and subscribe or share with the homie. And don't forget that you are magic. No te olvides que eres magia. Pablié, use magic. Take care and see you next week.